Piece chapter for One Piece has recently dropped, and there is a lot to unravel here. Because not only did this chapter slaps, but this it has a lot of mystery that has yet to be revealed. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Hello guys, this is Jade from Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece titled Six Vegapunks. Chapter 1065. So for those who had early access to the chapter, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those who did not have early access to the chapter, I suggest waiting until it is officially released on November 7th. But for those who did read the latest chapter, let's continue on ahead. It begins with a color spread for a chapter cover for the movie One Piece Film Red, drawn by Oda, which I will admit, I actually saw the movie yesterday and it was amazing. I really highly recommend going seeing the movie because you will not be disappointed. But with that said then, let's continue on with the chapter. It begins on the sunny, that's a sunny with Zoro telling Brooke. The reason he chose to stay behind is because he wanted to make sure that he could bail out the crew if they get caught. The world government, on since this being a world government affiliated island, Brooke then returns sediment. He states that that he decides to stay and the two drink some tea. Karibu, on the other hand, finally speaks up, speaks up, revealing he made a deal with the crew for them to drop him off away from Wano, but didn't want. But he didn't think that they would head for the war, uh, for a government island. Zoro, on the other hand, ignores the words and tries to send, tries to send him, him on his way, much to this is much to his annoyance, which I think this would be hilarious. But at the same time, I find this to be a bit of something that Zoro is known to do, which it does send a bit of a comedic kind of a relief there. We then pan over to inside the lab where Usopp and Nami are on the moving stairs, while Frank, Frankie asks Lilith how everything is powered, where she then says that it runs on fire. Frankie says it, that it will run through many sources, and then Lily states it's always on the lookout for new sources, and proceeds to walk through a wall before receiving a call from Edison, and goes ahead as the rest of the straw hats walk through the wall as well. Edison then introduces himself, and as everyone walks ahead, walks straight ahead. While doing so, Nami get Nami then gets the idea that they may be may be future treasure on the island, causing Usopp to comment. Her taste seems to be seems to vary between a little girl and an old woman, prompting <laughs> which prompts Nami to kick Usopp angrily in response. <laughs> I really did like that response because. With Nami and her love of treasure, it really doesn't matter what kind of treasure is available on the island, just as long as it benefits to her and either her or the crew, but mainly her, she doesn't matter, she'll go after it. But then, something unexpected happens. All five of them turn to see a Sephirin that resembles that a Jinbei as a child captures their attention. They start they start to think of who he could possibly be, but Frankie ends up saying that they're facing another pacifista. But this is also confirmed to be labeled 
that the Seraphim is labeled 04 as Shark and fires a laser at the group, causing all of them to scatter. Usopp hints that they might be lured into a trap Nami with Nami pulling out Zeus, but she was unable to bring herself to fight as Seraphim and Pro then makes the first move diving onto the ground. And this is the same similar kind of move as similar to Senior Pink's Senior Pink swim swim fruit, to which Frankie then Frankie remembers from observing observing the seraph as shark. Then the S shark jumps out from the ground and grabs Nami by the neck, which causes Sanji to deliver a fiery kick to the face. Robin then uses Genetive Lure Sea Serpent Snap Dragon Spank, but the S but the S shark dodges and prepares to use the Fishman Karate on her. Usopp sharps then uses Midori Boshi Takoro Bakuhatsuso, but to a, but to his shock, the S shark dodges and emerges from beneath Usopp, grabbing him. Sanji then tries to save tries to save him, but Frankie then uses Radical Beam at the Seraphim. Then, from afar, Edison watches the battle and sees Frankie is able to use laser beams. Considering, considering the risky for a seraphim as he has yet to put them through laser, through laser trials, Lilith, on the other hand, agrees that saying the seraphims are expensive to make, and Edison comes up with the idea and flies off the jolt uh, down the blueprint, leaving Fiagoras with the task with the task of watching the fight. Fiagoras then says the battle with a battle deal like this, it's hard to come by, and Edison works on this while York and asks York to eat something, which in return she does to his command. And as the fight continues on, Fiagoras comments that Shark's attacks patterns continue to develop and indicates the one linear factor can store into a person's collection and capabilities. And with this in mind, the Seraphim's accelerated growth and continue he grows uncomfortable due to <laughs> due to the use of needing to use the bathroom. Which I think this kind of reminds me of something that kind of uh, gives me some kind of a Magellan vibe to it, but I may be crossing the line here, but who knows. And with this in mind, York, who after finishing says how relaxed she is. And Edison, with also Edison and say, also saying the matter of fact as well. Atlas says she needs to punch something to help her digest. York then also, after doing this task, falls asleep. Then we then pan over to Shaka, who arrives and orders the Eshtar arc to stop. Also scolding Edison, Lilith, and Pythagoras for using the straw hats to collect battle data. And also metallically sticks everyone's feet to the floor, saying he still does not completely trust everyone, and asks if they think the island looks like the future, to which Frankie confirms it does. But, and to his surprise, Shaka states the island is actually of the past, which it states that nine that, that 900 years ago, there was a highly advanced kingdom that had more technology than today. But then, elsewhere, with Luffy's group, they come across a junkyard that has an ancient-looking, highly advanced robot 
to which captures Luffy's attention, with Chopper, on the other hand, wishes to ride on top of it, which is where the chapter ends. Oh wow, so many things are beginning to unravel. The eighth Egghead Island that we are that the Strahds are on is actually something that was from the past. So now many questions are beginning to unpack, such as is this something that is from that is something that could be something of the future, but is actually based on a post-apocalyptic kind of an anime? What is this? Because now this is really kind of piqued my curiosity of wondering: Is One Piece considered a post-apocalyptic anime? And if so, could this be something that would be in relevance to the Void Century? Because now this is really starting to pique my my interest to see what else is Oda trying to, to reveal to us as the series continues and coming to a close very soon. Because this is really starting to get interesting. think of the latest chapter for one piece did you like the chapter did you not like the chapter let me know in a questionnaire that i will be posting at the end of the episode on spotify for those who want to share their thoughts on the latest chapter personally i thought that this was really interesting and i really like how they end on the cliffhanger where it shows luffy's group seeing a giant ancient robot that is in a junkyard because it may be showing a little bit more about the ancient kingdom and a little bit more about what happened 900 years ago that brought this kingdom into ruin and maybe a little bit more about if this anime and if the series it's particular is based in a post-apocalyptic world this and much more i hope this will be revealed in 1066 as this is really really exciting to see what's going to happen next and for those who have stuck by towards the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and to end the episode as always whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not keep loving what makes you you and stay awesome thank you so much for stopping by and i will see you next time for a brand new episode later <laughs>